0: Chapter twenty one of the night side of New York by members of the New York press. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. An Arian ball in the days of old there was a celebrated harper in the island of Lesbos, and his name was Arian. His fame reached the court of Periander at Corinth, to which that magnet persuaded him to emigrate with his harp. Well, he lived there for some time, Arian did until he learned from some newspaper of the day probably that there was a good opening for a young man in his line in italy and to italy he went accordingly on speculation he drew uncommonly good houses in that land of lute and song and soon became so rich in fact that he bethought himself of returning to corinth there to dwell in ease and luxury and to astonish the mind of the great pariander with his display of the greenbacks of the period with this view he chartered a vessel manned by corinthian mariners and when the wind and tide were all right up anchor was the word and away they sailed from the port of tarentum but the tars of corinth turned out to be a scaly lot they coveted the greenbacks of arian and to come at them they concocted a plot to throw the hapless minstrel into the sea. Arion offered to compromise matters by forking over all his greenbacks to them, if they would only let him be, but the Corinthian scoundrels laughed at the idea of his giving them that which they were in a position to take, and they insisted that he should commit suicide either by Harry Carey in his stateroom, or by plunging into the briny deep, seeing how things lay arion made one last request which was that he might be permitted to execute a fantasia upon his favorite instrument previous to committing himself to the locker of the immortal david jones this was granted for the corinthian mariners were men of taste who liked to commit their murders to the strains of soft music putting on his richest clothes then arian advanced to the poop where striking an attitude and a chord upon his harp he sent the wild melody of his death song vibrating over the surface of the blue waters attracted by the strain dolphins came playing about the ship and now the melody played out arian threw himself harp in hand into the sea where one of the dolphins observing that he could not swim took him upon its back, wagged its scaly tail, and steered straight with him for Tanarum, where he landed. From this he walked to Corinth, not having the means of riding in the omnibus. He was very wet when he got there, and yet, in spite of this circumstance, Periander declined to believe his narrative about the dolphin, calling it a fish story and he actually put arion in a house of detention for witnesses pending the arrival of the corinthian ship when that event came round periander asked the captain and crew what news from italy and especially about arion he was assured by them that the harper was in excellent health and spirits at the date of their sailing and that his concerts continued to be numerously attended by the fashionable people of tarentum they were a good deal sold however when arian was introduced to them habited in his fancy costume and with his harp-case under his arm to cut matters short they all pleaded guilty of the attempt to murder and were gibbeted accordingly by order of pariander the foregoing brief account of arian is necessary to the full understanding of the scope and aim of the arian society it is an association of German residents of New York, instituted so long ago as 1854, and was called by the name of Arion as being a society of a musical and dressy character. The Aryan is a flourishing institution. From a small seedling it has blossomed out into a great and gorgeous century flower, and one of the events of each succeeding February of late has been the Aryan Masquerade Ball. This curious frolic is usually held at the Academy of Music, that being the place best adapted for the great throng of revellers attending it, as well as for the varied performances got up for the occasion. In February 1865 there were said to be 7,000 people present at the Aryan Ball, 3,000 of whom were in masquerade costume, and the sale of tickets amounted to ten thousand dollars how much the custom has taken hold may be inferred from the fact that tickets to the amount of twenty two thousand five hundred dollars were taken up when the occasion came round in february of the present year if the weather happens to be fine the scene outside the academy of music on an aryan ball night is a very lively one thousands of outsiders crowd thither to enjoy glimpses of the wonderful and awful personages that are driven up in carriages and shot out upon the steps of the theatre these are hailed with shouts of laughter and with critical remarks more sharp than flattering as they enter the massive portals there is a strong force of police present an arrangement very necessary to keep the depredating class in order pickpockets make a harvest here of course and quite as bad as the other pickpockets are the vociferous speculators in tickets who try to force their paper on the unwary these fellows will sometimes get as much as fifty dollars for a ticket early in the evening the ticket may be a genuine one or it may not in the latter case the purchaser of it is undeceived at once by the astute doorkeepers wrathful he returns to inflict summary vengeance upon the swindler by whom he has been victimized but that person it is needless to say has vamoosed for districts unknown we have heard of but one instance in which stern justice overtook one of these ticket operators on the spot he was arrested on the verge of the crowd by the person on whom he had just played his game a large and muscular gentleman from vermont who first punched his head against a lamp post and then deposited him in an ash barrel heels uppermost as the aryan ball is essentially a carnival fest its arrangements are all of an extremely grotesque character the germans have their own ideas on the subject of the grotesque the greatest allowable breadth being necessary to their idea of fun the artists who decorate the surroundings for an aryan ball must one would suppose have been put through a previous course of strong german liquors so as to bring them to the pitch of delirium tremens proper for their task the banner with a strange device startles quiet people at every turn there may be humor in these hideous conceptions but if so, it is of a kind appreciable only by the massive teutonic mind equally exaggerated in conceit are the other decorations from the pillars that support the boxes bird-cages are suspended. Are these the toy-like fabrics in which our ladies so delight and do they imprison little loves of canaries or linnets or finches that whistle waltzes with piccolo effect? Not by any means. The cages are nothing but skeleton skirts of large dimensions with floors affixed to them, and the sweet songbird that occupies each is a barn-door chanticleer in full plumage, a real fowl and blood representative of the early village cock. Comic statues grin here and there from their pedestals suggesting the idea that the shipping in the port had been invited to the feast and had sent up their figureheads to represent them on the occasion germany is typified by a colossal picture of a princely personage who holds in his red right hand a huge goblet of foaming lager beer while to represent america there is a wonderful work of high art hung opposite to this a picture of the everlasting and irrepressible darky, cause to our country of so much merriment and so much woe upon the stage many infernal machines are conspicuous exciting the wonder of the strange guest as to what horrible rites are to be performed in the course of the evening the word Aryan, blazing in a thousand brilliant gas-jets dazzles the eyes of the spectator who has not provided himself with a bit of smoked glass curious effects of colored fire are displayed from time to time in the proscenium boxes there is a goodly company of stuffed figures the leading one of which represents prince carnival patron of the quaint sport of the season there are huge bouquets affixed to the many salient points of pillar and cornice The markets have been ransacked to procure materials for these, cabbages, carrots, beets and onions, all suggesting the wherewithal for a tank of vegetable soup when the feast is done. Year after year these decorations and accessories are varied in design, and year after year they seem to become more ridiculous and more grotesque among the queer trades that flourish more or less in a great city like new york that of the nose maker is one by which the country cousin has ere now been much troubled and perplexed the solution of that mystery is to be found at an aryan ball hardly any person is rash enough to display his natural and inherited proboscis at an aryan ball with carnival time the time of the nose maker has come and he makes the most of it and of his noses while the game is on usually the nose of the reveller at an aryan ball is preposterous as to its dimensions and colour, and it frequently has a pair of goggles attached to it and an impossible mustache the artist in noses must needs be a man of great inventive power and have a keen eye for color nature can be of no use to him for his studies but opium may because it is only to the influence of some such drug that one can trace the hideous nasal appendages to be seen at an aryan ball by nine o'clock the floor and tiers of the academy are generally full and then the wild revelry of the carnival sets in the floor committee is a very important element of the arrangements here it is composed of teutonic gentlemen selected for their stature and fine personal appearance sometimes they are habited in the costumes of knights of the middle ages and their deportment is imposing in the extreme in the course of the evening there is a grand carnival procession in which prince carnival is borne on a throne in the midst of a crowd of representatives of ancient and modern celebrities to the music of several brass bands here are to be seen Mars and Bologna, in appropriate proximity to the leading generals who figured in the late war. Gold brokers and bounty brokers are in the profession too, with the appropriate emblems of their extremely crafty crafts. There are soldiers and sailors, and an indescribably ridiculous character carrying a keg of lager beer. The president of the United States is borne along upon a platform, where he superintends the work of a number of tailors engaged in the delicate task of reconstructing certain states rabid-looking irishmen figure also in the throng they are of the newly caught kind revelling in all the glory of their native caubines and corduroys and they represent the fanian interests with wonderful fidelity and adherence to facts their sunburst is ready to cast its long shadow over their native mountains and their proud spirits are not going to be crushed beneath the iron-shod heel of their natural enemy they will have no bonds except those of the fanian treasury there are queens of flowers in the procession pretty ladies dressed to represent the flowers after which they are named for the night there are several glee clubs whose province is perhaps to contribute to the general glee there is a comic band nay tragic which appropriately hails from the jersey flats and this may account for the flatness by which its music is characterized large exotics are borne along in the procession adding much to its general effect and now while the revel is at its highest and the heterogeneous elements of which it is composed are moving to and fro in a bewildering maze a sort of panic seizes upon the assemblage there is a panic in the music the dancers seem frozen to the floor and all eyes are turned toward the upper tier of boxes in which a row has taken place among the masqueraders who are loitering there it seems to be a very serious business and some of the lady maskers are preparing themselves for a graceful and effective swoon. Ere the police can interpose, a terrible transaction takes place. The wranglers in the gallery have seized upon a man, and are trying to throw him over. He is poised for a moment upon the fronts of the boxes, and appears to be in a collapsed state. Ha! He totters! A wretch strikes him a powerful blow from behind, and oh horror he comes falling from the dizzy height his head striking heavily against the edge of the second tier whence he rebounds with force and falls to the floor just as he has reached which he is neatly caught up by a cord affixed to his pantaloons so that he arrives among the horrified spectators in a perpendicular state he looks exhausted of course and very limp which latter may be accounted for by the fact that he is made up of a fancy dress stuffed but a pretty german milliner in the dress of a contadina has really fainted and there is a crowd of sympathizing Teutons around her all intent upon supplying her with lager beer the excitement caused by this delicate stratagem has hardly subsided when a number of gross tete make their appearance on the floor they are got up with enormous property heads furnished with movable glass eyes which wink and leer and glower after a very ludicrous fashion these characters fifty in number make tremendous havoc in the crowd as they move around the floor singing an unearthly chorus after this the attention of the spectators is directed to a rope stretched from one proscenium box to another at the opposite side of the house an immense german falstaff makes his appearance in the proscenium box at one end of the rope and apologizes for the non-appearance of a celebrated rope-walker whom illness has prevented from entertaining the guests to-night falstaff states however that he himself has resolved to supply the place of the famous walker of the tight-rope at this a buzz of incredulity pervades the throng but falstaff says you shall see or some words to that effect in german and retires for a moment to have his feet chalked probably for the attempt presently falstaff makes his appearance upon the rope along which he staggers in a way that would be ludicrous were it not shocking for the spectators expect every moment to see him precipitated to the floor but no he safely gains the further box though not until after several hair-breadth escapes the crowd breathe more freely and so does falstaff perhaps but he has not finished his performance yet once more he plants his foot upon the rope along which he again totters and staggers and bungles until he has reached the point from which he started then he turns and bows to the crowd some of whom know exactly what he is made of and who made him and how there were two falstaffs in the field that night one who made the little speech and the other who bungled through the blondin feet with the help of ropes like any other puppet quadrilles performed by characters taken from zoology are a feature of the aryan ball eight personages made up to represent gigantic frogs come hopping into the middle of the circle where they perform a dance that really may come under the designation of a hop a matter-of-fact person present not a german inquires with simplicity whether those are the hops that are put into lager beer for a reply to this he is referred to a knight of malta who stalks majestically around the circle the frogs are very successful and the quadrille over they go hopping away amid a murmur of applause to have their lager beer. here an enormous demijohn labeled Kirschenwasser, whirls by in a waltz with a lady whose dress is made up entirely of newspapers editorial articles converted into articles of costume a peruvian cacique goes by solemnly with a large cage on his back filled with tropical birds of gay plumage and by way of a pendant to him here comes a jolly market-woman carrying on her shoulders a basket filled with an assorted cargo of vegetables and fruit presently there is another kind of greenback quadrille which rivals even that of the performing frogs Sixteen Aryans make their appearance on the floor in a costume intended to represent the present currency of the country from the one dollar denomination upwards. They go through the figures of the dance as creditably as mere paper money could be expected to do money is always popular and these bipedal greenbacks come in for their share of applause. In the course of the night a balloon ascent is announced at one aryan ball the balloon of the occasion was stuffed with confederate notes it was let up from the floor about midnight and as it neared the dome it burst amid a brilliant display of fireworks and all the poor paper went circulating wildly through the upper spaces back of the stage there is a structure of some kind on the roof of which various rare performances take place by means of automatons the latter are worked by ropes and cords attached to the gallery and the scenery against which they are relieved is of that kind so dear to the massive german mind representing clouds with angels seated on them each of said angels being a portrait of some well-known member of the aryan society the turners are very conspicuous in the course of the evening's entertainments physical culture is a great point with the germans and many and great are the acrobatic accomplishments of the Turnverein. here at an aryan ball they figure to great advantage they throw somersaults with an agility that amateurs but seldom display they string themselves together like german sausages and pile themselves up one over another like pretzels on a plate their muscles work like steel springs under an elastic tissue and ladies eyes are beaming on their manly forms through many a velvet mask who wouldn't like to be a member of the Turnverein, to turn handsprings when nothing else is to be turned to advantage and scale the battlements of cupid by making one of a pyramid of acrobats thirty feet high and now when the athletic sports of the night begin to flag a little and the dance is again in full swing there comes a whirl of reckless characters into the thick of the tumult making a track after the manner of a western tornado through the living forest of maskers this is the association called the wicked club its members are bound by an oath to do all the mischief they can on this particular occasion short of taking life or property or maiming the human form divine dressed in sundry absurd costumes these pestilent personages weave themselves in and out everywhere through the crowd they pull off those noses that afford them a convenient grasp and where that artificial member represents a snub they flatten it closer to the face of the wearer than the artist in noses ever intended it to go heroes have their sugar-loaf hats bonneted down over their green goggles the chinese mandarin with the cue finds himself suddenly deprived of that appendage with which a member of the wicked club is walloping a burnt cork african with an energy worthy of an overseer from tennessee feathers are snatched from the scalp locks of majestic indian chiefs and stuck jauntily into the waterfalls of the empress of the french and the queen of night a quiet domino has stripes put upon his face by fingers that have stolen the paint from the face of a warrior of the comanches a severe puritan is translated by having one of the big heads already referred to crowded down over his own which more than one person present says is a very good way to serve the severe puritan. What business had he there? Here is a monk with a clown's hat driven down so tightly over his shaven crown as to baffle all his efforts to get it off. Diogenes, with his lantern, is eagerly scanning the members of the wicked club to see whether he can find an honest man among them but his hopeless task is cut short by a couple of members of that association who wrap him from head to foot in the blanket of an indian warrior extinguishing him and his lantern alike a grave turk has had one of the hideous caricatures smashed down upon his head which appears through it like that of a stage hassan emerging from a trap all this time the brass instruments are in full blast flirting forth polkas and redovas and waltzes and gallops with an energy characteristic exceedingly of the horns of a german brass band at last the wicked club having expended some of its wickedness and most of its wind vanishes away to the unknown region whence it came and nobody seems in the least to regret its departure the dance is resumed fresh maskers come dropping in until long after the midnight hour and it is not far from morning's dawn when the revel is over and the last of the revellers are retiring from the halls of the grotesque chapter twenty one